Live from the Canadian Dutch Boys Studios, it's the Schneeling and Dealing Podcast. What if the house blew up and it blew up? What if I lose this power? God, I just said, what if I lose this power? I had it and I lost it. Eat success for breakfast with skim milk. That for shit, what? Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it. Son of a bitch must pay. Part of the greatest band in the world. Am I happy with that? No, I'm not. I want more. That's me. He cleared it. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but you're about to get chlamydia. With your host, Phil. He might have just as many rights as U.S. citizens. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve to work. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your cherry popped. I know, right? I know. Like a virgin over here, except for I'm not gonna blow the White House. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. So, there's a, some sort of special licensing that you need to ride these handlebars on your back? And his co host, Alex. Yeah, what employed person has the amount of time to call up a radio station? Because, like, honestly, what people somebody, somebody that works for the Boston Globe. I'm triggered! Anything more uh, Pennsylvania hipsterish than going to a fucking food truck festival? <laughs> they got break down Boy Meets World episode by episode? Okay, alright, alright. Will they do trivia at the end? What's the name of the grocery store the dad was at? Yeah. yeah, what are some of the major problems facing the modern day woman? What? Amicus, the new stand up philosopher from Vesuvius! Good! I like a mountain comic! Comicus! You're on. Rich Kelleher is here is something I thought I'd never say. Welcome to <laughs> Shielding and Dealing Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know. Let them know that I'm not in your house or like trying to break in. <laughs> yeah, this is over Skype. He's not here in person. He didn't just happen to walk in here. Um, you know, I invited him to be here and he is here. Um, so very, yeah, that's a very special guest talking. Rich Kelleher, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I can't complain. I'm happy to be here. At, you know, just being a team guy. Very nice. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Um, and we also have our co-host, Alex. Alex, how are you? Uh, I feel fantastic. You know, the, the it's beautiful day. I'm spending it indoors, just looking outside at it. I mean, I think it's beautiful. It looks like way outside the window, but yeah, it's freezing. I'm fine. Yeah, absolutely. So Alex, I think is going to be playing the uh, whatever it is, the 80 year old guy from Omaha, because Alex. Is a Kirk Minahan fan, but he hasn't been listening to the podcast really at all. So some of the things I'm a busy I'm a busy man, dude. I got a lot of stuff going on. You, know? you got your fingers in a lot of different pies, is what you're trying mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all right, very. Nice. Actually, Phil, I have an announcement to make. Oh, okay. uh, I just um, put in an application to be Nick Wright's co-host. I don't know if you found a co-host yet since Chris Carter got let go. Did you hear about that? No. What What are you talking about? Chris Carter, Nick Ray, what's, yeah. their, uh, what's their show called? Oh, Jesus. Get, no. Doesn't, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. No, first thing, first take. Oh, okay. first. Yeah, first, first take, is that it? No, no first Steve take is fan. Okay, so, but he's on one oh. of those type of shows. Yeah, Chris I, I, Carter. Yeah, I know. Nick Ray? Yeah. I, he I got let go, apparently, and I've been trying to find out what happened, but. Hmm. Well, so, speaking I put in an application, so I'm waiting to hear back. Gotcha, yeah. Well, all you have to be is boring and dull, and I think you'll get it. <laughs> I was listening to the Around the Horn the other day. Yeah. And I realized that uh Wilbon and Kornheiser has been screaming at each other over nothing for 18, 19, 20 years of their lives. Basically, yeah. 
That's really weird. Yeah. Will, Will, Will Bond's a fucking weird dude anyway. You know that guy? Isn't he like Madden and he doesn't fly? He drives everywhere? Isn't that true? Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me. I'm pretty he's a sure. Weird dude. I think he's talked about it before and he like drives. Instead of flying, he's afraid of flying or whatever the case may be. And he drives everywhere. Like, isn't that. I just find that really odd. I know, like, you know, some people like to drive, but, you know, to do as much. You know, that guy travels around and they do their show from. Oh, yeah. Locations and stuff. So this guy's literally driving across America, you know? Well, you know Jim Cornette? Yeah. The wrestling promoter, he doesn't fly either. Really? Some people, yeah, some people are like that. That's weird. That's a weird. I mean, I understand the phobia, I guess, if you've ever been in some sort of plane incident where maybe, you know, you have a lot of turbulence and you almost get in a plane crash or something, maybe. What are you doing um, over there? You oh, my God. Something? No, the name of their show was First Things First. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew it was something to do with first. It's actually two, two firsts. In <sighs> Yikes. Uh, but uh, speaking of, you, you mentioned Jim Cornette. I guess we'll segue into one of the topics I wanted to talk about. So one thing I've been talking about the past couple weeks are just how wrestling fans and how they're kind of psychopaths. Um, and so <laughs> there's this guy out That's there. one way to describe it. <laughs> there's a lot of wrestling fans that are normal people and are very cool and all that. You know, but there are some fucking weirdo people. So, there's this guy. He runs a fucking face. Mind you, he runs a Facebook group. Okay, it's not like he's actually got any sort of power, but I guess he's bringing down some justice in his group. Well, well, well. No DQ. The general needs to come out and address the masses once more. So. <laughs> He has a nickname. His, his nickname, his own nickname, is the General. The General. So, so <laughs> he's this guy. Basically, his major complaint about like this fucking wrestling group and the, and the fans in the group is there's all these AEW marks that like skinny wrestlers that weigh two less than two hundred pounds and they're trying to say that they're good. Um, uh, the General's. I'll let him speak. I've been purging the group over the last two weeks, getting rid of all the scum. A&W fanboys and all the losers. Is he a boomer? Uh, no, this kid... Where, where the hell is he? In a wind tunnel? He's not a boomer. No, he's young. He's probably, he's younger than... He's in his 20s, I'd say. I mean, why is he Why is he doing that outside with, with the 40-mile-an-hour winds? <laughs> he couldn't afford the studio time. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just fucking like these people are just like... This guy's serious. Like He's cutting a serious promo and he's like... He's basically kicking people out of his little Facebook group who... Really? Yeah, like that. <laughs> purging. No, yeah, no, he's no, purging. no. He's not just not just kicking out. He's purging them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't social know. media has broken our brains. It's so oh, sad. It's, Dude, so true though. It's like yeah, like God forbid if anyone else has a different opinion. And and literally, the, it says public service announcement. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 Hashtag the purge is coming. <laughs> so so we uh, went from so we went from fifteen fans to five. Yeah. <laughs> but no, wrestling podcasts are the most listened to um, podcasts. They, yeah, yeah. Or really? some of them. Some of it's them, like, like Joe Rogan and yep. then four wrestling podcasts. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Oh, Which doesn't make any sense because you look at like wrestling numbers as far as TV numbers, and they're not where nowhere near as what they used to be. In well, the now 90s Fox and stuff like that. So. Fox bought uh, WWE. Right, the rights. Yeah, the rights to WWE. Yeah, they, they, they're averaging like guys... three million or oh, four million. No, that's okay. Are you Clay Travis guys? Who? Uh, who's that? 
he's like a Fox Sports like, Outkick the Coverage guy. No, and he no, covers. No. He covers. You'll be interested. You should listen to his um, Outkick the Show. And he sometimes gives out stock picks. And he was talking about how with with cable and TV live programming, like look for the WWE. Hmm. Buy them now because they're about to. I think they're going to sign a deal with Fox. Fifty-two oh, year, yeah, fifty-two yeah. weeks a year. Yeah, yeah. I bought WWE at like forty-four dollars and it skyrocketed to ninety. Wow, good for you, man. Good for you. I know. Back in the '90s, they used to be averaging seven and eight million viewers a week. So there's not nearly as many people watching wrestling. But I think what it is is there's those old school wrestling fans who maybe don't watch the new product, but they love the old school stuff, and so. A lot of those guys, like Cornette has a podcast, or uh, Pritchard, what's his name, Alex? Pritchard? Something Bruce Pritchard. Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. His is up there as well, because he has all these old guys on there, like Ric Flair's mm-hmm. and Hogan's, and he has all these old wrestling stories, and so, it's like, It's still real, let me damn yeah. it! <laughs> and so, like, that's, that's bread he and doesn't, butter, man. He doesn't, have th- he doesn't have people on, he just has so many stories from working, being Vince's, like, right-hand right, man. Right, right. And that stuff's awesome, though. Like, Kurt's yeah, mentioned it, it before, that he loves old-school comedy, like, you know so-and-so punched so-and-so in the face or Leno went on uh I hate Leno but Leno went on Rogan and talked about how uh the old school mafia guys like he was just always nice to them but like the guys that wanted to be part of the game were the ones that got sucked in and he was always like I'm a stand-up comedian my friend like let me just make you laugh you know right right I I listened to that one as well all right, we we not only have Rich Keller here for an exclusive interview, we have someone else that's a part of our world. Janitor John Janitor is going to be joining the studio. And Alex, why is Janitor John Janitor here? I'm not sure. I never okay. know why he shows up. He just shows up or he calls in and he offers me drugs oh. to come on the air. I tell him every time I don't need him. But, um... Why do you accept them? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will confirm okay. nor deny. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the... Highly acclaimed star, Bikers and Bades in Paradise, the member of the IWA Wrestling Association, the everyone's favorite janitor in studio, JJJ. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, It's janitor, John Janitor here. Um, So the reason why I'm in studio here is uh, this my cousin Joe. He's been he's been kind of off the rocker. If you if you I don't know this guy Rich. I don't know this guy's this guy I'm seeing in front of me. Who is this here? I don't know. This okay. is Rich Kelleher. He's a guest okay. of the podcast today. Right. Well, you know, sometimes when I see people that I don't recognize, I uh, get concerned because uh, there was this one time <laughs> that I uh, I almost got captured by the Russians, and uh, you know that I uh, never heard that different story. Time, different place, but uh, well, he he's not he's not uh, here to harm you. He's just okay. a guest on right. the show, and all right, you can trust us well, and trust him, and he. I'm pretty sure he's not uh, Russian, although I don't. He's not. Sure. He's not a Russian. He's a Steve Robinson type, is he? I used to know this guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. His name was uh, Steve Robinson. Yeah, he's a good comrade of mine. He tried me to get to join the uh, the fucking Russian communist Russians <laughs> in the '80s. The guy's like 70 years old now. Anyway, um, so yeah, the reason why I'm here is my cousin Joe. You guys know Joe. I don't know if this guy knows him, but. He's, uh, apparently, he doesn't know him, so he's, he's my cousin, and, uh, you know, we, we have this biker gang, uh, we do this ride every year for people who don't know, it's a ride to Caterno, and, uh, I, about 25 years ago, we went on this ride, and I lost 25 brothers. 
25 for 20. Are you just still doing that charity this year? 25 for 25? No, or is that it's 25 else? for 25. 25 years, 25 brothers. One brother per year. <laughs> We've been, um, you know, celebrating their life kind of one year, year by year basis. Uh, so yeah, anyway, what happened was we were on this bike bike run and uh, fucking sandstorm kicked up and uh, <laughs> like I said, we lost twenty five brothers and bikes are still stuck in the sand. It's kind of like I'm really sorry. I, I don't know why this is funny. Lost my brothers. They were good friends of mine. Twenty five of them. So twenty five brothers, twenty five years, one brother per year. We were kind of celebrating this year's the 26th year. So now we're going to celebrate all of them at once. Um, I got I got, a, I got a huge bag okay. of coke. I don't know what got me on this. I'm tired of talking about Joe, but I got, you know, I got, I got all kinds of... <laughs> Rich, I think, Rich, I, Rich, do you have a question for J uh, uh, John? I think it might. So, oh, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's on mute. Oh yeah, Rich was on was on the. I was just curious where you're going for the 26th one. Are you going to Daytona? Are you going to Myrtle Beach? Yeah. What like trashy place? I'm, are you going I'm pretty sure you're banned from Daytona. Yeah, like a couple of years ago, I was in Daytona, and uh, they call it they call it the thrill ride of your life, and uh, it was not the thrill ride of my life. I uh, I was down there hunting hunting sharks. Or, well, I'll be honest with you, I was down there hunting pussy, and. Uh, <laughs> When you're down there on the beach and you're hunting sharks or any type of predators or the pussy, whatever you're hunting, you got the right. What's what's harder to hunt, sharks or pussy? Well, I guess it depends on the pussy. Uh, well, <laughs> hunting sharks is <laughs> hunting sharks is uh, relatively easy compared to hunting pussy. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you hunt pussy, you gotta have you know. I like to have a harpoon nearby. <laughs> So I can reel them in, you know what I mean? I've had that experience. But I mean, by hot poon, I mean a beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you meant your cock. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's called Moby Dick. Because. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, I can refer to my own penis as Moby Dick. He's got a little bit more hair than Moby Dick. I didn't know that. If you've seen my hair up here, you can right, kind of well, imagine anyway. what's going down below. You know? I can I can only imagine. If only the listeners That's right. Could see it if you ever want to know what I look like, you can clearly see me on many different videos on YouTube. Uh, I'm a wrestler. By... And then it looks like you have a squirrel That's in your right. pants. It's just it's just flowing out, and you can imagine when I'm fully erect. It's just like a. It's like one of those uh, evergreen or everwood tree. One of those name of those big trees out in California, the redwoods. Yeah, redwood. Redwood. Like redwood. It's just kind of. It's stick that. <laughs> well, as everyone knows, I don't, in JJ, you might not know this, but I'm a redhead, so that's what I call mine. Oh, see, I have black hair, so that's why I call my black one. So. Yeah, no, no, I got it. We're oh, good. We're on the same page. page. Anyway, my cousin Joe, he's being a fucking asshole. Um, he's he's kind of a fucking psychopath. Quite honestly, um, he, he's he's. I don't understand what happened. You guys seem to be doing so well for so long, and now it's just it's, it's on the outs again? Like, what happened? It's, it's, uh, I don't know. One minute he's in my world, the next minute he's out of my world. You know, I, he, he's just one of those sort of guys. He goes through these little cycles where, you know, he, he he's just Joe on repeat. You know, he's fine. Everything's going good. We're blowing lines off girls' backs. We call it the back nine for anyone uh <laughs> Who's curious out there when you do a lineup for girls bare back? It's called a bat or the back nine, kind of a 
kind of a golf reference. I used to be a golf guy. Not really. I just kind of used the <laughs> used the fucking green as my own personal orgy mat. Uh, I'm in the seventies and eighties. That's neither here nor there. Back to Joe. Joe, he's just a psychopath. You know, one minute he's all right, the next minute he's he's thinking there's people out to get him. And uh, so so he he's in one of those cycles where he thinks someone's out to get him. He he ended up. Yeah, I, this is a personal conversation. I appreciate it if you don't hear this, but he, uh, he fuck, he, he fucking, he, he, he rolled this guy up in a fucking rug and tried to fucking kill this guy. And this poor guy, he didn't do anything to anybody. He just came by to see if his cable was working. You know what I'm saying? That's where Joe's at right now. He's sort of a psychopath and he said the guy was going after his wife. He lost his wife 25 years ago. All right. Tragically, on, on the, the ride, ride. Caterno. Was was wait, was he in the sandstorm too? He was in the sea. Was present for the sandstorm. Somehow Joe made it out. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish we could be memorializing him right now. That's that's how I feel about him. Ooh, I, I, love words. My, I love my cousin. He's my cousin. I, 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 but there's only so much I can take. I mean, I, you can't go around rolling people in fucking rugs <laughs> and trying to kill them. I mean. You know, then I gotta come out and I gotta come down and fucking unroll this guy and be like, oh, bro, it's all right, it's all right. Here's a couple fucking lines. You know, is everything all right? You know, he's like, yeah, we're fine. You know, but like, why do I have to? Well, well just like that, huh? Just like that, moved right move on. on. Never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys can resolve this because, I mean, this does not sound good. We're gonna have to talk to Joe and have yeah. him on the show. And uh, straighten us out. It's just unbelievable. My, my my son's been hitting me up to hang out. Uh, that's not really related. I, uh, Rich, Rich, I just, I just found out I had a son two years ago. Yeah, oh. uh, I was hooking up with my uh, my enemy's wife, and uh, she birthed a son. And I didn't know about it until much later. Later on, just found out like two years ago I had a son. Uh, he's a good kid, you know. And you, you're not hanging I out with him right now. With him two years. No, <laughs> no, he's, uh, that was a joke. I, I, I hang out with him every weekend. We do like you know the typical. You know, I bring him out to eat and get him a happy meal. But the thing is, it's kind of weird because he's a full grown man. But you know, we've missed out on that right. time together. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of make up time wherever you can get it. You know what I mean? I understand. So uh, before we let you go, anything you need to plug or anything going on in your life other than all this? Drama and sure. travesty. Uh, I, and... I just want to say I'm, I'm a new, I'm a new job. I am still doing the janitorial work. Um, no, people always ask me, janitor John, janitor. How, how are you a janitor when you only clean people's houses? Aren't you a, like a housemaid? And I said, no, I am not a housemaid because I do not have sex with people after I'm done cleaning. Because <laughs> everybody knows. You know, I don't have to tell you guys. You guys, know. You guys look like you know. Anyways. <laughs> So what I was, so what I was, what I was, I totally lost my train of thought. Anything I want to plug? Yeah, I want to plug. Um, I, I, I'm working as a bouncer for this club, the cabaret. You might have heard of it. I'm, I'm working as a yeah, yeah, yeah gentleman's so club. If you want to go there? Um, you know, they're very open. They have every single sort of dancer you could ever want. Any, you know, very open. You know, any gender, any sort of whatever. You know. Any, any plus, plus size, size, skinny size, undersized, oversized, trans, non-binary, <laughs> you fucking name it, bro, it will be dancing for you. It is there. It's the first ever, oh, it's mixed gender, it's whatever you want it to be, bro. It's the first ever of its kind. So, 
yeah. that sounds yeah. great. So we'll, yeah, we'll make sure right. people get That's get right. the word out and get down there yeah. and they can see you. And you'll be working, so you can't yeah, party. Yeah, it would but, be a shame if there was a, a, um, a Twitter account for Janet or John Janet. I don't know how to work. I don't know technology. I stopped listening to records. You don't I, know Twitter? I've heard of it. I don't know. I just understand. I left technology in 76 when there were records. So I don't know what a computer is. You know what I mean? I don't know. So. All right. Well, maybe we can help you out with that. My first tweet, I would like to, if you guys can. My first tweet, uh, Janitor John Janitor uh, hates his fucking cousin Joe because he's a fucking bitch. And so if you could find him, I don't know if he's on there, but if you could find him, tag him in it. I guess is that to tag him, but whatever. Yeah, we can get that set up for you. All right, everybody. Well, John, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your knowledge and your stories and your uh, update on your life. So it's good to, good to hear from you. Good to see you. Stay safe and that's right. Be careful God bless. If you want to see more Janet and John Janet, you can look, I guess, on YouTube on a computer. I guess you can type in uh, uh, Canadian Dutch Boys or something. Uh, my matches are on there. Don't watch last year's match. I lost. Uh, so watch the other ones I won. I'm a really good competitor. I'm a good wrestler. So uh, uh, God bless. <laughs> Rich, pleasure meeting you, sir. You're 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 a, you're a saint. Uh, you know, God, I appreciate right, meeting brother. you. Uh, you know, if you need anything from me, just give me a wink, and uh, I'll be right there for you. I, I, I surely will. All right, won't, all right brother. See that. you later. <laughs> all right, thanks, Sean. All right. Wow, Janitor John Janitor. I mean, whew, that might be top ten of, of Janitor John Janitor interviews. We'll could get a little bit of a sample there, Alex. Yeah, uh, he never ceases to amaze me. Um, just the stories and the, you know, he has no filter. Absolutely, you know, no filter no at all. Filter. I mean, much like many people of his age, he's like in his fifties. You know how that generation is. I yep. mean, you know, they, they, <clears> you know, adults say the darndest things. So, you, you think you'd hang out with Dale? <laughs> uh, well, this isn't really about the Bruins' fourth line, but you know, John, I, uh, I'm a little. I'm a little perplexed by your your outfit here. <laughs> Dale might be interested in wrestling, maybe, but I don't know. That he is true. He, he still that subscribes to uh, fucking Meltzer or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, God. Is he a wrestling uh, guy? What's, what's his name? Who? Dale, Dale yes. Dale? He Dale? He is. He gives Jesus us a bad... He gives Christ. wrestling fans a bad name. <laughs> so, anyway, we have Rich Kelleher here. Um... I guess before we even get into any questions, maybe we should go into the history of maybe like who you are and how you uh, nobody. Got... Yeah. <laughs> I responded so once like the the, the Kirk minute the Minna fans started assembling. The Reddit was posted, and I never had Reddit until like two months ago, and then all of a sudden. Um, the colonnade drama happened and he right. was going to take over the Instagram and he writes this big long post about looking for ideas and I wrote actually I wrote the big long post and I was like be more than the video guy interact with fans share this share that share that share that blah, blah, blah. my background's in digital marketing and he was like wow that's great man like would love for you to DM me so I ended up DMing him we started DMing back and forth we started texting um, and then I had a client that I was kind of, or I'm a, I'm a patient of a healthcare company that does a lot of advertising. And I told him about it and Cullinane can, Cullinane's really interesting. He can, he's very calm, but also he's got a trigger. <laughs> so oh, yeah, absolutely. Wife, yes, he does. His wife is, he's, it's, it's totally real. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. like no, the one thing that's great about the show is that it's not fake. No, he's like yeah, me. He, I'm not fake. I've it's, seen him snap online and then like two, uh, one second later, he's like, Oh, oh, oh okay. You know, he, like, all good. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
just yeah. like yeah. he just one of those so, dudes like, that fucking snaps. It, like instantly. he would be, he'd be like, "What do they say about me today?" Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and and being on the receiving end, you you don't know what it's like until it's not a live show and they're tearing into you. And I'd be like, "Not great." It's a little rough. And he'd be like, well, fuck them. I'm not posting anymore. And I'm like, well, you have to post. This is for the account. It's not Dave calling in. So we kind of got, and then I kind of called him out and he was like, respectfully, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so then he wants to, I tell him about the lead that I want to bring to Steve. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you mean, Steve? You're going to bring it to me. And I'm like, no. And we just had miscommunication. But what I kind of did, allegedly, I didn't, I didn't say I did this. I power played him knowing that when I sent the email to Steve at the end, I wrote PS Dave tried to steal this from me. Like he's a feisty one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Steve with the instinct, knowing drama that I hoped he would have tells Dave, Dave tells me like, right. what the fuck? And, and I'm Dave, like, yeah, what do you, Dave freaks and out. then yeah. next thing you know, I'm on the podcast. Right, right. So that's kind of the background, but honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I didn't have a Twitter account until recently. I just was a loyal KNC guy. I hated what happened. And then now that Kirk went to Barstool, there's a whole community forming, and I just kind of fell into this. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, that's, that's very cool. I think that's pretty, it's pretty, it's accurate to what happened, you know, and then by the time you got onto the podcast, I'm pretty sure, I think afterwards you had said you guys had basically already squashed the beef. So yeah. by the time you got on the podcast, you're like, fuck, like, what do we do? And so you, you, uh, <laughs> you basically, well, like, chugged a couple <laughs> Red Bulls and acted like an insane so, person. And... <laughs> yeah. And so the backstory about that is we pretty much squashed it and I wasn't really sure what to do. But Dave Cullinane and this is how the web it's really like Dave Cullinane and DEC are very close. OK, so oh, I didn't know this. Yes, they're very close. Hmm. So I was kind of working with with DEC, too, who liked my content. I was I was helping write the Minifan show and review for a week and sending him timestamps of major Kirk events. So that, that drama happened on a Friday. And if I've done one thing really well is I've, I, I think I've made it so a Friday show, everyone had to listen on Monday. Right. I record something at the Chavalier Theater because it was the whole close of her thing. And I was, and I recorded that. And then I started listening to the Minifan pod. I had an Arnold Palmer, which like is like a, it's like energy to me. And I knew I wasn't going to have, going to have trouble sleeping. But then I listened to the Minifan, the Minifan show yep, yep. and they, torched me yeah yeah they buried you. he's weird he's this <laughs> and yeah. it was real like dc and i hate each other mhb and i have met we, do, we'll you, get now, there, do you still hate each other we don't like each other really? we don't we don't have we have different personalities yeah, he's right. blocked me on yeah. twitter really okay he's a weird guy too i'm weird in my own way like he's we it's weird <laughs> so they destroy me and then i spent on this couch that i'm on now I spent the next 14 hours straight printing stuff out and preparing how I'm going to torch DEC with everything he said, like, you're doing great. This is great stuff. But then Cullinane hates me, and now he decides that I'm a piece of shit, calling me a weird guy where I'm like, you're in recovery, too. I'm sober, and I have a lot of mental health issues. Like, I thought you should know. Then I went back to my parents' house because the location to the studio was easier. I didn't sleep Saturday night either. Before you go on the Kirk Minahan show, you never sleep. Anyone who tells you they sleep, you just don't. It's like before a plane. Well, you know, let's, like, be, let's be honest. Kirk is, you know, if you get on Kirk's bad side or if he's coming at you, I can imagine. I haven't been in that situation, but that's going to be fucking terrifying because he is a wordsmith. He's a guy that will just fucking go after you if he thinks you're wrong or if you say something stupid. or yeah. He's going to call you out, you know, so you're going to be on your fucking game. Yeah, he's not. a fucking... 
He's a general. Yeah. <laughs> is so. So I didn't sleep Sunday now, night. Parody cow. Okay. I didn't sleep Sunday night either, and so I pretty much slept maybe five hours in three days. Mm-hmm. And so I chugged the Red Bulls, and the minute I got in there, I realized I was way over my head. Uh, I thought like on the on the fly, like I tried to shake Kirk's hand, and he looked at me like sit the fuck down who the fuck are you and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just did that so it was like uh in the rainforest and when a non-poisonous creature has through evolution has marks that are bright yellow that makes it so people stay away from them even though they're not poisonous but they've just adopted that so i was like how can i be the scariest motherfucker for that to get out of this very stressful situation and then i just kind of pulled off the andy kaufman very like what do you mean i don't I don't know. I don't. And, th- and then the sleep deprivation helped and the Red Bull and stuff. But I really genuinely freaked them the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I, re- and I remember Kirk e- that. Yeah. I re- I re- Kirk even said it like if he's even playing a character, it's even scarier. Mm-hmm. And it was just really compelling radio. And just having a little say in that was cool. And I got to tell my sobriety story that I've been kind of shielding, shielding about. But it's out there now. And I thought I was just it was just going to kind of die. But it 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 didn't. It didn't. It didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. And it just evolved and evolved into a whole other thing that we'll get into in a little bit with the stickers and all that. Yeah, uh, Alex, you look like you have a question or we want to say something. Well, I'm just. I just found this fascinating that uh, they were able to pull you in and get you on the show. Like, I mean, going a little more detailed. Like, did you like kind of black out when you were like in that mode, or were you just so focused? Like, I was so focused, but I don't really remember much of it. Yeah, that's it was like laser, laser focus. But when Kirk looks at you, he like stares through your soul. (laughs) So there was one time where I was like, I I said to him, I was and I I didn't really understand the dynamic. And I would love to also talk about how Kirk works, because I think it's interesting for all fans to learn. So Kirk doesn't know anything. It's not a joke. Like he starts and ends and leaves. So when he makes a comment to Steve Robinson that the audience knows just as much as Steve Robinson, when the lights off, he leaves. See you later. Gone. And he's done. Shut off. So I made a comment like, oh, you don't know the advertiser that I was that caused the controversy? Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. like, no. And I'm like, interesting. And he shucks it. He, he turns his head like the exorcist <laughs> woman, girl, and goes, why is that interesting? And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't, I don't. Uh, and he was like, shut up. And then he scrolled oh, that podcast. He screamed at me because yep. the whole running bit was let's not support Instagram. And then I was right. like, I don't want the Instagram to, I want the Instagram to fail. And he goes like, you want my Instagram to fail? You want me to fucking fail? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, you fat fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I could have fainted. Yeah. <laughs> it would have so, been great for, it would have been great if you did. <laughs> I almost, and I almost left. And if you remember the recording of the Periscope, I packed my shit up. But then I was like, I can't go out. Like, and I went, hold up. And then he gave me the out yeah. and was like, can you apologize? And I was like, I apologize, Kirk. Yes, you love me. Yes, I love you, Kirk. Yes, I remember. So he made yeah, me, you know, yeah. bend bend the knee and kiss the ring and all right, that because he wanted to keep the conversation going. Because yeah. there's one thing about Kirk, and I can talk about it on the last pod. He might say you're in for 20 minutes, but if it's if it's compelling, you'll yeah. be in there for an hour and a half right, if right. he likes it yeah. and he's feel like you know. Or we've seen times where an interview didn't work. See you later. And well, they or Bye. they don't even air it. How many interviews? Yeah. There's been like what four or five interviews that they've had where they've talked about doing it. They do it, and then the next day Kirk's like, "Nah, we, yeah, I will scrub it." If it sucks, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, 
if he doesn't want his audience to listen to it, because he doesn't listen, you guys know that. Yeah, yeah. He never listens. Which is, which, I mean, See? I gotta, I gotta. See, Phil, like, like I said, you know, you tell me to listen to the podcast all the time. <laughs> See, we're savants. No, like, we don't need to. I might not listen to this because yeah. it's just, it's like weird. And then you hear yourself. And so, yeah, that was a, a pretty surreal experience. And then they gave me the green light to kind of sell and stuff. To do the and. Stickers. Right. No, no, oh, no. They oh. just gave me the green light to reach oh, out to oh, other oh, advertisers. Oh, advertisers, right, right, yeah. right, right. But I already had stickers made yeah, yeah, for yeah. that podcast, this one on the bottom here, Yep. these little ones, and it was just because I wanted I wanted them personally. Yeah. Right. And then, I, I, so I went to school in South Carolina, so I have friends all over the country, so I started DMing them and saying, hey, like, just thought, can I send you a sticker, like, in D.C., in New York City? Florida, California, Hawaii, and t have you take a picture? Like, I think this is cool. This would be cool. So after going on Reddit and being on Reddit, uh, Gus underscore B was like, Kelleher, get on Twitter. And I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, Kelleher, get the fuck on Twitter. We like, we need more Kelleher. That poor bastard, because he's he's the reason why all this has happened. So, <laughs> so you can so you can blame him. <laughs> I got blame on who? Twitter. Blame who? Yeah. I got on Twitter and just started making waves mm -hmm. and it was like, I, I shouldn't, I probably should have eased into it, but I'm a fucking like crazy redhead. So I go into it. I'm in, I'm in. And then I started DMing people like Minifans saying like, Hey, I know this might be kind of weird. However, I have these stickers and here's my address. Cause if I'm, I'm gonna, if you're going to trust me with yours, I'm going to trust you with mine. And it started taking off. And I'm like, how do I? Oh, so I started writing a little custom letter. Like, so it started getting the old school groundswell of in the digital age, but also making it a little bit of a personal touch. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks for supporting me. Yeah. And then I run out of money. And this was before I started recording videos because I run out of stickers. And I recorded a video very right here again, point blank, saying, I can't afford this on my own anymore. So. If you guys like this and like this sticker idea, which I think you do, and you want to help donate, great. If not, it's going to die, and I have my stickers. But if you all want yours, help me out. Someone DM'd me immediately and was like, how many for 600 And I'm like, uh, 150 And he goes, deal, done. And I went, my man. like, And he was a parody account, so I don't know what his standing was, right, right. status. Yeah, 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 right. So I'm like, my man, that is way too much money. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't accept that. And he goes, I'm in over 28. Let's just say that working as a, let's just say higher level position. And you little shit of all people ain't going to tell me what I can and cannot do with my money to support the show. I love my response back was yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <fine. laughs> so it was, it was funded. So, and then it just, I just, I enjoyed writing letters. It took a lot of time, like mailing stuff in that bulk takes time. It has to be organized. You have to. So this whole like notion that, I mean, I would sit and try to write them like if I had 20 like things, I would screenshot the email, try to write it down or the, the address and then remember who it was. To try to maybe like if it's, you know, personalized warden. It. Yeah. Warden Minahan. I wrote something funny that was like because on the podcast, Kurt talked about like what happened if Andy and Red after that, do they just not like each other yeah, anymore? Yeah. Like, what do they do? So I wrote it as Andy Dufresne to the warden saying like, I can't stand Andy anymore. We are at Sewantaneo in Mexico. Here's the coordinates. Like I, I would try to do like recently I started doing Morse code. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, to get people to 
engage with it. And it started kind of growing, but I was never, it was essentially run as a nonprofit. So if I, so say that I got those 600 stickers, right? My next goal would be 600 for the next. So I need $150. So I kind of had to work as a nonprofit where all the money was getting invested. But then I also bought high quality stationery. I spent, you know, $100 to get customized Richard T. Kelleher Jr. The stamps aren't cheap either in that bulk. So there's a lot more than like, so this, you know, and so that's kind of the sticker genesis. And then I made the Instagram account partly again, because as someone who was an alcoholic for since I was 14, I really haven't done anything creative in my entire life because you don't really do much when you're an alcoholic other than drink, recover from drinking, plan for drinking and drink and then do it again. So I started trying to keep a thread on Twitter and I'm like, this is impossible to maintain. I'm going to Instagram. And that's when I made KMS underscore sticker and grew a, an account in from October 17th to the height when I got you know kicked off for good. I had 315 followers in two weeks. So there was something there. I made a community out of nothing community of people that were never on Instagram and there was never really an Instagram community at all. So this notion that, you know, I made money, but do I have the P and L the profit and loss margins of all the orders versus all of the stamps? I probably should have, but I'm still in the hole to two, $300 easy. Yeah. And the, and just time expense, which I enjoyed doing. And anyone who got a letter asked them, they enjoyed it too, because it's funny. It's fun. It takes a tangible product, which is a podcast or radio show, and gives it a little bit of life, a little bit of levity. Someone tweeted out me that I can't believe if you would have told me after his first appearance that I would be anticipating a letter from Rich Kelleher. You're fucking insane. But that's like the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and you sent me a letter as well. It's right here. Yeah, there it is. Yep. And so it says, uh, stealing and dealing, anyone who likes Kirk is a friend and me. Excited to check out your pod and leave you a five-star review and rating. And I will be honest with you, you actually did. I don't know if you remember doing that, but you did. I do. Yep. I said I, well, which, I, said I was going to do it. I did. Yeah, absolutely. And which I think is why you, because I, like I said earlier, you are one of the more polarizing figures in the Kirk Menahan show. There are Which some, is why I'm still relevant. Right. Well, there are some people that really like you. And for the, I, I think, I personally, I like you. You know what I mean? You've never, you've been nothing but nice to me in our exchanges with each other. You sent me these stickers. You never asked me for any money. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, I, I, I was at the live event and I did see, yeah, I mean, you were very excited at the live event. I mean, I think you would admit that, you know, it's not some sort of secret. Yep. <laughs> so you were very excited at the live event and, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, wait, Phil, Phil, can we put a pause in that yes, though? Yes, Absolutely. Before the live event, yes. let's talk about the week leading up to it because I think that oh, that corners well. Yeah, and sure. then let's get into yeah, that's I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. Do you remember the Tom Brady TB12 guy from the hot dog contest? Yes, yes. The one that Kirk yes. said like, "Oh, you guys are having fun there chatting. Like, go play in the pike," and told him to throw himself out the two-story yeah. window. We're legit friends. <laughs> like, we're we're friends. Oh, friends. like in real life. Like, gotcha. Real life friends. Like, he came over the Sunday night before the designated survivor show on Monday. And we watched the Patriots game together, and all we were talking about was how excited we were for the live show. And all I wanted to do, just like at the courthouse, was hang out with my fellow friends. Yeah, sure. So I know I, I absolutely 100% know where you're going with this criticism, yeah. and I, I'm here for it. Criticize me all you want. Let's. It's engaging, no, I'm, fun. I'm, I'm just more so like I, I, 
I'm not I'm not personally criticizing you, but I can, no, I know, I know, I, I'm I know, just I know, trying I know. to give like the both sides of like the argument of like yeah, there's yeah. people that because there's so, people like as there, like I said, there's people that really like you. That let's look, let's let's prep for it. Okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so did I? If you told me that Sunday when we were watching the Patriots game yeah. with my with Matt that I was going to be the cause of controversy and buzz for a fucking week, I would have said no thanks. Like I just want to go as a listener and as a fan and hang out like I did at the courthouse. Right, right. The courthouse wasn't about me. I didn't make it about me. But then... You were made designated survivor. Then I get... <laughs> I'm at a Dunkin' Donuts, and any time the show tweets about me, I know it's bad. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, just from, like, a funny thing, because, like, something like the New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve thing, I, I someone... No, that's, the, right, that's right. Blind Mike tweeted out first, Steve, and then Kirk retweets it, and it's like, I hope Rich has plans for New Year's, and I'm like, fuck what is it but yes i'll i accept anyways but what is it oh my god and then kirk retweets it and i followed it up saying oh my god but yes still so and then it's like rich keller is not going to be happy after this pod and i'm like what the fuck like i just right. it, this is a week of celebration like let like, we're going after bob which and the other thing to you to your phil too is there's a review on google eight months ago from phoenix partners which is bob's website yeah. or bob's company there's a one-star review from Richard T. Kelleher Jr. with my face on it. Really? I left him a one-star oh. review. Now it's nine months ago. I left him That's a awesome. one. Do you want to hear that again to all those idiots that think <laughs> that I'm not? Like, it's all about me. Why would I leave him a one-star review nine months ago right. if I didn't really want to take him out? Right. Or, or you're at the very so, least, you're, you're a huge Kirk fan who supports Kirk. Yeah, and therefore I hate Bob. Yeah. Of course. And what Bob is doing and what Bob stands for, as uh, we all do. Course. But uh, any, any normal human being that under, like, right. hears the fucking story and, and is not, not from a slanted point of view, which you know, right. they like to do on that side, yep. and you know, so, understands all right. what, you know, what's going on. I think one of the things that gets lost with people is that like, there's a reason why Kirk always brought on Alex Reamer when everyone hated him. Yeah, sure. And it's engaging. Mm -hmm. So they make it about me. They, they talk about me the entire week. Of course, I record a video saying that, you know, I demand a trial by combat or the, the military tribunal, which I just totally made up. Yeah, which my mom was like, you need to prepare for this tribunal. I'm like, mom, I made up. Like, What's the tribunal? And I'm like, mom, I made up the word. Like, you have no love, idea. You, my you whole, have to love concerned, your concerned mom. And like, you, you know what we family. can do? You know what we can do? Let's do, you need to bring in Cullinane and I yeah. um, and do a podcast of what it's like to the other people because i have my roommates like i i i can't watch you when you do weird things it's, it's I'm, like I'm when sure, you remove I'm sure they're probably it's like, so what weird the hell are you doing they're probably like it's so you weird need to go you, you need to go what's the name of the fucking mental institution that fucking kirk went to mclean <laughs> yeah you need to go to McLean, people like, tell me i need people send me the, the the link and the number and one time i actually looked up the number and it was like mclean hospital i'm like oh that was a good one so 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 you know did it seem like he made the whole week about me for content to build up and hype the event? Yes. And then you're going to spit me out and throw me out because I was excited when I was there. Yeah. Well, so that's my point. I have to a that. theory on that. I, I think, I think you were kind of railroaded and thing because Steve, Steve's whole thing. Like, I don't think it's Steve's fault, but I think someone told Steve, because remember Steve had said something about, Oh, someone had messaged me and said that, Kelleher was asking for forty dollars for Steve. Yeah, well, blah, yeah, blah, we'll blah, get blah, there. Blah. I'll talk about that Wait, fucking yeah, asshole. So, we'll get I there. Don't know. So yeah, we'll get. I actually wrote him so something. So I, I think you were railroaded, basically. By, oh, I was by somebody. Yeah, I was. And yeah. So then, so so then the live event. 
like DEC tweeted it out while at Sherburn still that Rich Keller thinks this is about him. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I'm social and I'm not socially awkward. Blind Mike, for obvious reasons and just his personality, he is. Kirk is very socially awkward and, and, and doesn't, when the mic's on, he's great. When it's off, he wants to be left the fuck alone. I'm not like that. And that wasn't a show thing. That's a me thing. Imagine if I was drinking, I would have told you it was even worse. So when I go there and everyone's coming up to me asking, not everyone. I mean, some some people, some people were like asking for photos, asking for this. But so here's the other interesting thing. The whole Linda Marks situation pops off. And you saw if you watch the stream. I was there, man. I was there. Oh, all right. So I didn't know. <laughs> Matt from Providence and I go in to sing it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're right in front of me. Kirk came up. Kirk came up to me and said, "Get a mic." So you can't have it both ways. You either like Rich for all his strengths and weaknesses, but you can't pick them. So to fucking Minahan, when the ships were down and we needed to shape, save the ship, you came to me. Out of all the people around. Next thing I know, Matt from Providence knows the whole lyrics, so I grabbed him. I'm like, you're fucking coming with me. And we did that. So you can't like Richie when he's social, when you need him, and then hate him because it made him all about him. Fucking, you could ask DEC. He's the president. He could have sang the fucking song. Mm -hmm. But no, 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 you went to me. And you all know why you went to me. But then when we get there, the whole photo gate happens. So there's a kid who... They're like a photography company. This He's a 20-year-old kid named Caleb. Yes, Great I, kid. I remember seeing him. Remember and seeing him. I asked Steve, hey, this is kind of my idea. We got it from the propaganda committee. It, uh, advertising, we can take pictures. It would be great for social. He said, yeah, man, that sounds great. And I asked him, have you already planned this? I didn't want to just do it without you. I'm not asking for a reimbursement, but I'm aware it's going to be costly. And this is what I wanted to do. I think it would be fantastic. We need to show the sponsors that when we get together, we support them. Great idea, Rich. Great fucking idea. Oh, great. Fantastic. So then I tell the kid and I'm like, and he wasn't doing anything. Because one of the things that Steve said is, oh, you could have got that kid to take live. He was sitting in the corner by himself pretty much. And I was like, Caleb, I got these things. Like, what's your Venmo? Let me Venmo you $20 out of my own pocket to take pictures of all that. And he was like, yeah, man, of course. He needed direction. He was a 20-year-old. He wasn't going up to people taking... Yeah. You were there. Yeah. Well, because... Was that in... No, because he only... I mean, out of, out of the pictures that they posted, what was it, only like four or five pictures or something? Well, that's a whole other... That's a whole other... We'll, we'll get right? to that. Am I wrong? Isn't, that, isn't they only posted yeah. like a couple of pictures? Yeah, why Kirk's intern, why Kirk's intern hates me. I'll, we'll get to Which that. Which one? So... The... Will. sneakers or the other one no the other one not not the slug justin who's had beer all over his shirt with his sun dress shirt and looked like shit not him the other the other one so what a world uh, alex is just like sitting over there like what the fuck is going yeah on? And, uh, i'm just taking this all in what, what a rally it was yeah, a lot of fun so, it was a lot of fun so then i and then the whole table thing like i stood up on a table i went on a, another rung of a stool and said hey everybody this is what we're doing for advertisers so get excited so i didn't have to say the fucking thing over and over and over and over again and we have someone here who used get roman and he says they fucking work and everyone went wild so then you have blind mike on the pod say well if if if, if somebody who went to another if somebody just came in he would have said it was the kirk and kelleher show well then mike you you're free reign to be social buddy but he was in the corner and he admitted he was people would come up to him and he doesn't like he can't interact. He might hit something. He doesn't want to cause a scene. Steve's doing his thing. Kirk's mingling. I was fucking working. That's what I looked at it as. 
I, I didn't have, I didn't talk to anybody. I was busy taking pictures, planning shit, and I was excited to do it. But it also felt like this and, and Kirk, Steve, and Mike are the stars. And I want, I, this is a good idea. We could use this in the future. I'm going to sacrifice my time. Now, why someone could say, and you can say it, why, why do you think you should do that? Well, I didn't think I should, but no one really told me not to. Right. Well, so I did. I, that's what I yeah. did. Like, like I said, if they, if, if ultimately, if they're okay with you pumping up the show, then, then that's fine. Because I, when I was there, I'm, I'm sort of like an opposite type person of you. So when I went, I don't really, I didn't know anybody. I know people on Twitter, but I don't know who they are in real life. You know what I'm saying? When you, you know, merch right. sucks six six six. Like I don't know who the. F- <laughs> No shit. You know what I mean? So like I don't know like my, who these people my, are. My troll account that I say that I yeah. plug is buttchug minifan yeah. sixty nine. Oh, okay. Like when I'm gotcha. like that's like the fake right, account that right. I use. So of, like, like everybody's all the got at least one, you know, um uh what the a parody account or whatever. So I don't I just really see I I, I, ju- I swear I to just God. made one the other day and it didn't take off because they didn't end up talking. You know Cynthia Dill? That lady, so, yeah. so she, such a weird lady. We can talk about her a little bit later, but she. I, I know people that DM me that are like, I grew up with her. She's actually really good Oh, people, I'm sure she's so. nice. I'm sure she, but she has this whole like alternate personality, like the Smugsy thing. And so she's been yeah, releasing these um, episodes. I don't know if you saw them. She it, Episode one came out a couple days ago. It was like four minutes long. So I listened to it. And it was basically about this story about how <laughs> when she was growing up and she moved to this certain town, there was this kid that they later referred to as no pants that would ride around with his dick out. And she she thought it was, and it ended up being a life lesson for her because then she realized that she wanted to become a writer because she couldn't, Jesus because Christ. she couldn't find the words to express what she was seeing with no pants. And so it's just very bizarre. So I made a, I made a parody co- account called no pants. Did you guys ever have that kid in like middle school or, or like even before that would take his pants all the way down at the, at the urinal? <laughs> Yeah, that was me. Yeah. I still have an image of a kid in my head. And we talk about it. My buddies and I talk about it. I'm like, remember walking in and seeing so-and-so? And and it'd be like, dude, fuck that guy. Well, did he correct himself by high school or was he still doing it? As an adult, ass out. Um, I think by high school, he might have been doing it for attention, let's just say. Okay. Yeah. Showing that he was available or? (laughs) No, I'm I'm just being funny. I don't know. I think he corrected it by high school because I don't remember him. I just remember his, you know, ten-year-old ass in the fucking urinal. So anyway, back to the um... and that was talking urinal. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say something? It is so nice to be on a podcast where I can be myself and not feel like I'm about to be interrogated by Minahan. (laughs) Oh, it's this is unbelievable. This is so much fun. Uh, Yes, I'm sure. I'm I'm not uh, not nearly as you know threatening or as mean as Kirk is. Admittedly, I'm pretty. I'm just fascinated by the whole thing, the whole the whole world that Kirk has. It's it's so weird. and he just—he has made this world so quickly, and I love everything about it, you know. And I, obviously, I talk about—I talk every single episode. I talk about the Kirk Manahan show. We do things on this podcast that are just like their show, like the bad podcasting and stuff. We—I've tried to start fights with other podcasts and do sort of sort of the same things Kirk does. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, well, you know, to to less. Money. Yeah, but nobody's creative enough to fight back. <laughs> like, have you even heard from Boy no, Meets World? No, I haven't yet? heard from them at all. Welcome, to, welcome to my world. Basically, so like yeah, I, was, I, mean, I was talking about earlier, I was going after this podcast, Boar Meets World, right? <laughs> and you know, I, I, admittedly, I was listening to their show. Like, I, I, when I was a kid, I liked Boar Meets World. I just happened to see it. I listened. To yeah, it. everyone. Right. Has, right. Everyone so has. I was like, okay, let me check this out. 
And admittedly, their podcast is called Bore. Okay, so it's Boring Talk, right? And so basically, it's two guys from. Con- <laughs> is it is it NPR talk? It's slower. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm a P1 now. <laughs> it's it's like because they're <laughs> uh, dude. Get ready for get ready for some tweets being like at Sneela Dealing Podcast. I fucking hate you now because I'm addicted to Bore Me's World. <laughs> So, like, I, I like the two guys. They're, they seem like good guys. But, like, I tried to go. I went after them, you know, busting balls and stuff and, be, you know, trying to create drama between the two of them. Because one of the guys basically says to the other guy on their show, he's like, he's like oh, I, I'd have a, if I had a corpse over there, I'd be a better co-host than you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, like, and so they just breeze right by it and keep on going. And these guys are from down they're from south, Kentucky, right? Yeah, they're from Kentucky. They okay. Yeah. So how it makes sure shit. So, they, so they, they talk slow, and I don't mean slow-minded or retarded. no. I got you. I got you. I got you. Speaking people, right? Like, us Northerners, we talk a little bit faster, you know. So, and I, I made so they didn't respond, and so I fucking tweeted at them again, and I was like, you know what? If you listen to <laughs> Bore Meets World at one and a half speed, it sounds like two guys just excited to talk about Bore Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and we did and we did and it and we, we did listen to one and a half speed and it was like two normal guys talking it was like just us talking hey, gonna tell it. you what there when 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 topanga right. broke up oh with Corey, i was heartbroken and then sean tried to slide right. into her dms mm. Oh, Lord, tell you what. And then there's like a 10-second pause, and the other guy will chime in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right. You're Smoked right. Smoked <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, like I've been trying to get, get them to like come on the podcast and at least like talk about it. No. And so. Well, like cross, cross right, pollinate, you right, fucking right, idiots. Yeah. Like they're so yeah. dumb. So, like it's, this is easy promotion. You know what I mean? Like. People right. would be interested in it. So, like, they refused to come on. They're like, oh, we want to do any extra work. So then I commented on it. Like, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, a 15-minute fucking Skype conversation is really taxing. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it would take. And so, get this. Their podcast, they, they're, like, in this podcast group, tourist sort of network thing. It's called Big Heads Media. So I, I comment that. All of a sudden, I see a little notification pop up on my fucking Twitter. Guess who it is? Big me- Media's heads. And let me pull up their tweet because it's so fucking funny. They're like... They basically buried their show for me. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm just going to basically declare victory because <laughs> their own fucking people make fun of them. So they're like, and so, yeah, so I, this, I said, yeah, I suppose a 15-minute convo would be too much to handle on Skype. And so <laughs> a couple minutes later, you've heard them talk. A four-syllable word is too much work for them. Keep these boy, I, Keeping these boys on task is 75% of my job. <laughs> and this is like their... <laughs> So I was like, "All right, well, <laughs> thank you." But that I I won. You guys suck. So, but they're all right, guys. They're nice fo- guys. I just they're followed just, them. I, you know, they just, you know, they just didn't want to come on. They don't want to fucking talk to me. So whatever. Yeah, I just followed them, and I can't wait to jump into the uh, <laughs> Boy Meets World world. Boy Meets World. So Boy Meets goal, World experience. Our new goal in life is to get more followers than them, and then when we do it, we can have a big celebration. Yep, yep. Oh, because well, I, I threatened them. I threatened. I was like, "What do I have to do? Like, do your show ahead of like? Do I have to like release? <laughs> we were gonna we do it. We were gonna. We were gonna release uh, whatever episode they're on. We were gonna do it and then release it right before they did. <laughs> oh, they go episode, episode by episode. episode, oh by episode. We're on season three, uh, episode ten or eleven right now, something like that. <laughs> I can't wait till they get to the time that Sean blew up the mailbox. <laughs> Oh, God. Hey, go and tell what you if, what oh, there, fella. Don't forget the two Sean... when uh, D- Sean's dad dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it doesn't seem like they're self-aware, no, though. Not at all. Not at all. 
Not at all. No. Like they're like I said, they're nice. They're dudes. just not they're creative. Southern guys. They're not really creative. Nice, you know. They don't, they don't get it. Oh, I'm. They're gonna block me by by <laughs> Tuesday. Gonna be like, what? Who is this guy, Rich Kelleher? Like, what is going on? Who is a minifan? What is this? Like, <laughs> he's the minister of propaganda. Former what? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Nobody knows what it's mean, but it's provocative. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm declaring victory. Can I can I invite myself back on to shoot the shit? Yeah, absolutely. Because this is that's I haven't laughed like that in a long yeah, man, time. Absolutely. This is what this we is do. What this is what we do. Fuck yeah, so, I like. We this. try to keep it interesting. Like I said, this episode is more of just a conversational type of episode, but that's good. I think we've you know we've been fairly entertained. Oh, look, Phil, you want? Let's talk about Rich. Oh, Keith. I do want to talk about. Oh wait, Keith. wait. I'm not. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be again the the conversation is that it's about me but if you think we're done you're oh. fucking on drugs <laughs> we're definitely not done but i do want to talk about fucking rich keith and that fucking asshole i can't Let's but you want to well no you said he, he was getting he was getting to a fight with somebody well well no well so rich keith rich keith went on blind mike's pod well like okay. two years ago or a year ago or when so i've been following and i know mike not believe might not believe this because he thinks i you know shit on him but I'm one of Mike's biggest fans where I followed Blindside Trash Talk when it was on EEI. I followed him when he got fired yep. from EEI and launched Blindside Pods. I listened to him. Like, I'm a loyal listener to Kirk-esque content. And Rich Keith went on, and he sucked, and he called him blind as if I call you and refer to you um, as bald, sure. Phil, right. or me, right. Ginge. Right. Like, Offensive. okay, yeah, blind. Like, it was yeah. so... So they don't like each other, and again, Rich Keith hates. Oh well, Kirk. yes, obvious because Kirk used to yeah. go after the afternoon show, and and because they yeah, because, yeah, because they do suck, and they've all they had this yeah. for a long time. Oh man, those were the days. <laughs> no <laughs> well, like speaking of, they had that. So Alex, they had that roundtable thing that they do. Remember the roundtable a few years ago? I did with, see that. Remember when yeah. it was Kirk and Holly and fucking and they were. I remember where them. I was. Oh. I was at Northeastern. That I was, was at Northeastern oh, listening dude, to that. That was, and the that was best amazing. Day of radio as far uh, for WEI, I, I think, because it was just it was yep. just from start to finish. It was like because Jerry was on with was he was on with Rich Keefe? I think it was like him and Rich Keefe and I don't know if it was Maloney or I can't remember. It's been a couple of years now, but. So then Kirk was on in the afternoon. Holly, Holly, Holly was definitely on with yes. Kirk. I remember oh that, my God. I remember that conversation. An amazing conversation. <laughs> anyway, so they had the same sort of thing, but they had it at the uh, casino, the new casino in Boston. Right. Encore. And so Blind Mike shows up, um, and it's I think it's Ordway, Maloney, Rich Keefe, and Greg, Greg Hill. Hill. Greg Hill. <laughs> the slug, Greg Hill. Wow. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so it's all them, and so they're they're about to tell me tell me tell me about your diet. Tom. What are you eating these days? Yeah, like, uh, do you so still listen? Have, so I don't listen I, anymore. No, I stopped listening when they fired Jerry. I was done. I I yeah, like I, the only thing I hear is when they played on the show. You know, so no, I was before that, but whatever, doesn't matter. So uh, anyway, so Blind Mike, they're, they're they go to commercial break. Blind Mike walks up. Um, starts talking to Ordway, and, you know, Ordway's, like, jokes around with him, whatever. Then he starts to move down. Uh, Maloney says something to him. They go back and forth. And then Rich, Rich Keith fucking pipes in. And what does he call, what does he just say? Does he call him blind again? Doesn't he say that, why do you, what? no, he says, why do you wear uh, your sunglasses indoors, right? Well, you know he says? and I recorded a video on that. I'm not saying that you watched it, but my family, um, I'm a carrier of the same disease that Mike really? has, blindness. 
four four members of my family. And it's like so, a genetic thing, correct? Like Mike has talked about this ima- before. It's like yeah. Gen- Imagine right. going from pitch black to a strobe light disco, like strobe light in your face. And that's what it's like when you go from a dark area right. of the room to right. a light area or Which vice versa. Glasses, so right? to ask to ask someone, and maybe it's because his eyes don't fucking work right and it looks yeah, weird when he sure. takes pictures. So it's a protective sure. mechanism. You fucking know, asshole, Rich Keith. Yeah, Fuck you, yep. dude. You try yep. to pretend that you're this wacky guy. You're mm-hmm. a dick. Like, like, at least show that on air. Like, well, show he, a he does, fight. but he's like, like, he's like passive aggressive. I've, I've heard him with some callers. And it's stuff, the most fight. It's the, so that, Blind Mike got the most out of him, most out of him since Perfect. you know. <laughs> yeah, but like, you, you see his dude, face yeah. too. You can dude, see the was, anger dude, in there. Stood and stood up, that, and he was, it was, dude, he was gonna fucking. Oh yeah, fucking a blind guy. Oh yeah. Because I was yeah, watching live, nice. and as soon as I fucking saw that, I fucking hop right off. I start, I fucking tweeted right at him. I tweeted at EEI. I was like, "How do you?" I was like, how, I, "I don't know how you can explain how you can hire, like, continue to hire a guy that makes fun of a blind person, and then tries to pick a fight with him afterwards." Like, and there's just all this shit, and so then it starts to explode, and then they end up talking about it. What was it yesterday? Um, or yeah, yesterday or Thursday. I'm back. You guys yeah. hear me? Yep. Okay, because I, I have to charge my phone now because I'm, I'm low That's on battery, fine. so I have to take that. No, we're fine. I, we're All still right, recording we're... too. We didn't we didn't lose anything. I don't think. Okay, we're good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that yeah. So I, I just I was fucking unbelievable. So I think it was late late that night. Someone had said something. One of the parody accounts was like, "Oh, it would be a shame if um, Rich Keefe's uh, podcast got like a one star rating." Blah blah blah. All this stuff. And so, and so as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, no problem." I looked it up. Did a one star rating. Basically said what I just said to you. And then by the time I look now, I think MHB's kind of like behind it now, and he's sort of like pushing it. And so it went yeah. from like a five star podcast to I, last time I checked a three star, three, three and, and a half star half. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Which I gotta be honest, uh, <clears throat> I listen to that show too, and I like it. So I'm kind of yeah. I didn't want to chime right. in on Twitter because I think I have enough right. problems, but it's like I don't want to tell people what to yeah. do, kind of thing. But it's also like I, I don't I don't know you know but you know take out his right, pod right. but fucky you're right fucky yeah yeah well yeah, and, and him too because he's just such like he's just like a humorless asshole you know what I mean if you just had a little yeah. bit of humor about him wasn't such a fucking dick and didn't take everything personally why do you wear sunglasses like, like it's just he still has it's, it's how it's been described to me is he can see like through a pinhole or like a bullet hole that's it but. If you think about it, if you only have that level of sight and it's light out, or like imagine, you know, why do people wear eye patches if they have a fucked up eye right. or or a right. scar? Like it's his eye patch. Well, it's it's like that guy. And, uh, what's that? A senator or Congress guy that has like the fucking yeah, Dan Crenshaw. Yep, yep. Why doesn't he show his eye? Because maybe it's a really fucked up. Or looking yeah, scar he's self conscious like about it. it. So the fuck what? Like, exactly. And that's you know what, what I mean? Mike yeah. is. Mike has suffered, Mike, and, and I can, not that I can say this because I'm depressed too, but Mike has talked about his battles and he's just like Kirk and, but, but he uses humor and I've seen it firsthand with my family, Irish Catholic, like you use humor to make light a of a situation. terrible situation. Absolutely. So when he's depressed and everything or, or like, you know, would someone go after me for being a redhead if I was self-conscious about it? Like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not yeah. even funny. Definitely. No, I agree. I agree. And it was just, it was just so, I just, I don't know what, it just made me so mad that like he would just have the audacity. To, well, when he stood up and was going to like take a fucking swing at him, that's when I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Oh, and I it was, was like, a, it was a peacock. Dude, yeah, dude was like, oh like, yeah. It was a, Fucking yeah! It was like under an Undertaker from the dead. Like, 
Rick Keith mode activated. Like Rick Keith is mad, but you're not a superhero. He's just and he's like he's one of those dudes that like thinks he's like really fucking funny, and he's not fucking funny. Like he's like I'm sure like to his wife he's an all right guy. I mean I, I don't know like maybe not. Maybe he's a piece of shit at home too. I don't know, but. Like, well, you know what I said to Tommy Smokes when Tommy went out oh, there by Mike fuck, and fuck I, re- Tommy I, Smokes, I retweeted, I retweeted and commented and it's like, Mike, Tommy, it's not that you're a yeah. bad guy. It's that Mike thinks you yeah. suck on air and you really, really suck. Like you're boring. You're not good on air. Doesn't make you a bad person, but it's like for what I am, I'm polarizing, but also Minahan can't stop fucking talking about me or the fans are obsessed with me trying to figure out which burner account I have when yeah. I went dark. <laughs> like there's a reason why it's and i'm not saying i'm good at all i i'm terrible but i i'm polarizing and i don't need everyone to like me i just like having fun and if you're not someone like that or you're like Rick, dale oh, like dale and rich yeah, must hate yeah, each other yeah dale's fucking humorless too just just based on like the 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 phone call that steve got from what we've heard about and just like everything i've ever heard about dale call, off air imagine calling voting police or is, that's just blind rage well did, did, did you know forward. he called me like i can just imagine that i think what he was doing though is he thought that robinson got right, his information right, from voting right right, right. Instead, it was like, no, Dale, Kirk can just share the contact that he probably had you in his phone for right, like 15 right, years. Right. You fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> Are they still talking hockey in the, in the uh, midday? Fourth line. Fourth. We got to boop up that fourth line. Talk, we know, like, they got to get past the blue line. Pisses blue me line. off. <laughs> Pisses me off. Nobody wants to talk hockey in this town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. on that rant. Why does, anyone, why does anyone care about hockey? I'm Dale Arnold, and I'm Basley, and I'm going to get inspired at the end of the year, and everyone knows it, but I have to pretend. So, <laughs> so Rich, I'm actually based in Philadelphia, and they don't talk hockey on the sports radio here either. So, yeah. Well, and the, the Flyers are pretty popular down there, too. They're a hockey town. Well, they're kind of like, kind of yeah, like Boston, like, as far as Brood fans go. I don't really want to talk about sports, but... They, you know, like, there's, like, a section of people that they fucking, like, love the fucking Bruins, and they're all about the Bruins, and, like, everyone else is, like, secondary to them. It's very oh, strange. Yeah. It's, it's like a cult. It's a cult. It's a, cult, it's a, it's a total type, cult yeah, sport. Absolutely. Yeah. And the people that love it really fucking sport. love it. Like, you know. <laughs> it's a cult, as as I tell you, I'm a minister of propaganda for a <laughs> for, a, for a podcast cult that we all knelt down and knelt down to our leader when he had his arms extended out to us. <laughs> Get on your knees! I I'll never forget that. <laughs> what is that? I missed that Kirk, part. I was yeah, on the rally. Yeah, like Kirk's like, yeah. we're gonna, like, oh, we're going to take some pictures on the hill. And so Kirk goes up to the top of the hill and he has his arms out and he's like, kneel down. I want you guys all to kneel down. We're all kneeling down to him and they take the fucking bit. <laughs> and I was like yelling at someone, yeah. kneel. Because they were like, I don't want to kneel on the grass. I'm like, I don't care. Get down. <laughs> no, dude, the rally was so much fun, man. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Uh, but yeah, my, I do, now that I have like a point in my head from earlier that I forgot to bring up, I can understand, like I, there's, like you said, you're a polarizing person. Some people really like you, and then there's your fucking haters out there. You know what I mean? Which makes you very interesting. I call them yeah. my fans. <laughs> They're my fans. See, that I just, at least, I just, just at don't least know you yet. have people that don't like you. I can't even get people not to even like me or like me. They're just like, are indifferent, which is even worse. You know, as far as the podcast goes, you know, like... Oh, don't worry about that. We're yeah. working on well, that. Well, I think by the time this episode comes Bor- out... Bore Meets World doesn't like you. <laughs> and just, and what, okay, not to get back on Bore Meets World, but what pisses me off is that podcast on Twitter has over 2,000 fucking followers. What the That's fuck? what I'm saying. What followers. That's what I'm I saying. I thought you were just like, not, not to get back on it, but what pisses me off about them? How? Like, I, I just... 
oh, you know, and I'm fucking struggling. I have four, fucking 400 followers. You know, I'm like, fuck, you know? Well, do you know, oh, we'll do, get you know there. How, do you know how, what I, what I've done to build my base is I'll just ask people for retweets. Oh, really? Well, actually, that's... Or not, like, ask, but I'll DM and be like, hey, I'm releasing oh, a video my, about Bob. Right. Like, you know, can you help yeah, me out? that's how we met. That's who um, asked me to retweet. I think it was your sticker with yeah. the Boston Globe, I believe, when you... T- that yep, one. The fir- yeah. that was the first one. And I wanted to get it. So I know Kirk and them have kind of, like, stopped mm-hmm. at that. Like, he asked I'm people, glad you talked about it's... this, because guess what? That fucking works. That personal, like touch in that relationship as far as like you extending the offer to be like hey can you retweet this and me retweeting it and then i was like okay could, could you retweet something of mine later on blah 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 and absolutely then, and whatever then there, you there's need. a connection yeah. there right and, and now so here, we, here are. we are so like i think there is something i think that's why you're very popular is because you go out of your way to message people and try to make a connection with people one-on-one through whether dms or your tweets or whatever and, you know, especially when the sticker thing happened. And I think that's why you have such a following is what you do now is because you actually like, you know, you actually took time out of your day to go to iTunes, look up my podcast and write a fucking review for it. There's people that are on my fucking podcast that haven't left a review for it. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how big that is yeah. for some, for a, a, a podcast sure. or a person, you know, like, and I think that's why you have, you have such, you have such fans and such people that like you and then there's the people that don't well it's also one of those things too where it that doesn't and this is kind of my so i have a master's in corporate communication yep. so uh, when i talk about this it will be strategy wise just from a strategy perspective but if you're in a podcast with someone they don't interact a lot because they can't but so i kind of just again just from the backstory of the stickers i've kind of made relationships with people and uh, like obviously 061719, which was the start of the first show. When AJ was about to go on, he called me and we spoke for an hour. And if I was ever in Maine and needed something, I'm calling that man. I love that guy. And there's another ge- poor gentleman, veteran, who, do you remember when Kirk talked about yeah, the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the tweets about the, hey, look, well, now what happened with that? Did he lose his wife? What was, what was the situation? With that, his friend, or was his um, friend or something. Well, my 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 point is, is though that sometimes my fingerprints are on everything, even when they don't know, because I told him that he should tweet that out as gotcha. for therapy. Gotcha. I've been DMing with him on and off for two weeks since Baxter, his his that's dear right. puppy, that's right, dog, that's right. dog, older dog, yep. not a puppy, that's passed away. And but like when I when I bring that up, then people will say, well, he's just talking about himself, and it's no, like that's a relationship that I now have with someone that I wouldn't have known when I was a blackout right. drunk and I wouldn't have cared about him, I would have probably said, dogs die, yeah. man. Like right. in my head, I would have yeah. said, grow up. But now I'm trying, yeah. I always want to be a better person as or someone in, Recovery. you know, and someone as a former alcoholic because I used to be so destructive and I used to try to hurt people because I was yeah. hurting hurt inside. Hurt people hurt, as they say. Um, exactly. So uh, the connections I made are also people that I consider now like friends. And when I saw them at the courtroom, I met Tim and Canton. I gave them the biggest hug and it felt like it's someone I know. So that kind of carried over an individual. And again, if you're not someone that is like that, you're going to look at me and say like, look at that fucking right, weird right. overhead. And, and, with, with, a, right. with, an, with an LFG hat and Uggs yeah, boots yeah. on, yeah. you know, like looking yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. But, yeah, and then there was a lot of that going on too. You know, there was a few people that I heard, you know, be like, "Oh, is 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 Calher gonna be here?" And, you know, I'm sure because you have your fans and you have your people that don't like you, and you know, and I, 
I, I sort of think it's sort of unfair to you, in a way. You know, like, I understand how some people, like, on the surface, if they don't know you and haven't met you, haven't talked to you, would would think the way that they do, especially when they hear the stuff on the podcast and some of the things, like, when they frame things a certain way, like, you were begging for money for your fucking stamps and blah, blah, blah from that. That's, you know I'm, what I'm saying? It's sort, of, it's sort of characterizing you as, as some sort of, like, just a person out for himself, because that's what they always say. You know, you're just, all you're, all you're concerned about is out for yourself. And I, you know, I think everyone, to a certain extent, always wants to be out, is out for themselves, because it's like survival, you know, but you are obviously a huge fan of the Kirk Manahan show. You wouldn't fucking make stickers about the Kirk Manahan show unless you were a huge fan. Like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Why would I leave, why would I leave a one-star right, review right, for Bob Murphy right, 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 fucking right. nine months ago? And then, the other, and then the other, the other point to that, though, that I also think is interesting... And someone I remember a while ago was like, cancel Cullinator. And I went, if whatever Cullinator is, he needs, if he wasn't there, he, oh, someone was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm Team Cullinator or Team Kelleher. And I'm like, if you eliminated one of us, would the world be better? Like, we need oh. Cullinator for the do to do to do and things yeah. take time. And it's just, we he's, need a, he's a character and in I'm this not world. saying I'm, on, I'm not right, on his right. level, but for the people that don't like me, if I removed myself, you'd still be fucking talking about me. And I proved that when I, I had to go dark. Cause again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm responding to right, butt chug right. 69 yeah. and I'm like yelling at them. And then I look at the follower list. Not that that matters, but I'm like, this person has four followers and I'm screaming at him and it's, it's affecting my mental yeah. health right now. And it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm you, you have and to, you have to, you have to, like, with, especially with criticism, especially when people are just trying to get a reaction out of you. Like you have to just kind of like let it roll off your back. Like I think Kirk had mentioned that before. Like when he, when he first got it on Twitter, like he was like responding to every single person that was, you know, saying shit about him or whatever. And then like, as time goes on, you realize, well, you know, I don't need to respond to every single stupid person that says I should, you know, that I'm an asshole or blah, 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 you know? You know, so you definitely have to pick your battles as far as who you respond to. Right. But especially when there's people like a DEC and MHB and now Kirk's intern who are deliberately lying about me. That's when it starts to get like, this isn't, this is personal. Like, this is real. This isn't fake. Your hatred toward me is actually now, where, where is this, D, this DEC hate from? Because I met DEC on, on the, at the rally and we talked well, for a couple like, minutes and he was really beginning. nice to me. And so... This goes back. Who's okay, DEC? So they, Who's DEC? And AMA, MHB, they have a podcast called the Metafan Show, I believe, right? Metafan Show. Yeah, okay. they were hugely, they were hugely, when Kirk went off the air, they started right. a podcast. It was incredibly successful. Then Kirk goes to Barstool and they've kind of became a relic in a lot of ways. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I'm no, not even I, being no, a no, dick. Well, like, <laughs> the Ellie shit interview, yeah. when they tried to bring up Gary Tangway jokes, said everything you need to know about them, like, who the fuck do you think a 22-year-old girl knows about Absolutely Gary nothing. Tangway? But that's yeah. all they knew. So the minute it changed, like, their podcasts suck now. You know it. Come I, on. I, see, I was never, like, I didn't know about their podcast, so I, I didn't, I didn't, oh, I didn't, all right. well, trust I didn't me, listen it sucks. to their podcast when Kirk was off the air. So, like, I, my only exposure to their podcast has been since Kirk came back on, and I've heard about them, and he's, you know, I, he brought, he brought easily, MHB in. easily had to be one of their first subscribers because when Kirk was off, I fell into the depression myself because I missed it. So the fact that they were talking Kirk, I was easily one of their first subscribers. I had to be. So I can tell you that the quality has totally deteriorated. And now a podcast about Kirk, when you have, let's see, 14 hours a week of pods of, of hours to ever catch up, 
They're not releasing it on yeah. Friday night. Well, they, you know, yeah. if, if you if you guys are smart, you start releasing your podcast on Friday night and not saying bring me in, but I like this. This is fun. And then we have the people have something to listen to where it's funny stuff talking about four meets world. That's what they should be doing, but they're not doing that because they release yeah, it on Monday yeah. mornings. Well, and, fuck? And, like I, I do like the weekly wrap ups that DEC does. I think they're really good. I think they're really cool because I play them for my fiance because she's not, she likes the show somewhat, but she's not going to listen to every single. She can't, you know, she doesn't like me. You know, so like right. those little weekly wrap ups he does are really good. As far as the other episodes that I've heard, um, you know, so, some are really good, some are not as interesting. Like, I like DEC as a person, as far as, like, what I know of him, my limited interaction with him, the five minutes I spent talking to him, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he's know. a great guy. He's a great you know, guy, so, but he sucks. Yeah. He sucks and I just, knocked I just it on don't understand where, where is this, where is this hatred of you coming from? Do you know? Is is? I don't, I don't know, but if you listen no, to the last oh, one talking yeah. about how I was how I was sweaty yeah. and everything. Well, that dickhead knows, and I said it on their show once, that I take a medicine that makes mm -hmm. me sweat a lot. And it's something that I'm not okay with, but it also doesn't make me want to off right, myself right. or drink. So I'm kind of, that's a side effect I'm yeah. willing to take. So stuff like that, those un those unnecessary shots are like, again, we're not joking around anymore. You really don't like me and that's fine, but go fuck yourself, dude. What, what do you do anymore? Yeah do a weekly review that you admitted you can't even listen to anymore and you need well, that's help. right that that's the connection Thank you. Who... that's the connection you used to help him out right exactly. you used to send him just like yes. timestamps it'd be like oh this is when this was in this yep. episode blah 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 and then i wrote it i wrote a script for him oh, he told right. me it was excellent right. okay, yes. then yep. then dave tells him that he doesn't like me anymore and then dec's goes on the pod and says that well, I have a uh, some experience in, in communications, and I don't need some idiot writing me a script. Like, well, dickhead, what happened when you told me that the script was excellent and you wanted to use it? Right. Well, what changed? Oh, Colony told you not right. to like oh, me anymore, right, so now you right. don't like me. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's, uh, like, that's, what, that's like MHB, DEC, Dave Cullinane, those That's what they are, where like they will never promote your podcast, but I want everyone to yeah. succeed. So that's where we're different for all my faults. But that, and then Kurt, Will's intern, he's the one that tweeted out. He now has control of the okay. Twitter account, the Kirkman yeah. Show Twitter, and he tweeted out pictures from the 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 show and used two of my sponsor pictures that they made fun of. Yes, I saw that. Yes. And then when I went on and Kirk yelled at me, one of his questions that he asked about my sticker account was, "Why aren't we using that on our main one?" And I'm like, "Well, you'll have to ask Kirk. You'll have to ask Stephen Will." So he thought I threw him under the bus, and then he was like, I will never post already used content. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, dickhead, yeah, yeah. I have 300 followers. I have 5% right, of your followers. Right. You have 6,600. Most And then the answer is because he's insecure and doesn't want me to do well. So no one in this world wants me to do well, but somehow I'm still fucking yeah. here. And this well, is yeah, a common denominator. You, almost, you, you, you got told to stop doing stickers, what was it, a week ago or something like that? Something. It, yeah. was, it was like the Monday. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I think. I think it was Monday that that day. Um. So yeah. So you got told to stop doing the stickers. Oh, and the only reason why is because Kirk listened to the Minifan right. show that was right. released that day. Yeah. That trashed me yeah. because he said all the things about me that he hated, and that's why I really had a problem. I I will always have a problem with DEC, MHB, and I. Yeah, you guys are very the Um. It seems. We have so. So then here's here's the other fair criticism that's coming out is I, I go dark and then 
I come back with yeah, AJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people are now accusing me, which <clears throat> I, I even said on the Discord. I went back on Discord to, to go after Will to say something. Um, and I said, someone was like, why did you? And I'm like, that's very fair. Let me tell you why. Why? Did, or, or the questions become, why haven't, where's AJ been this whole time? Well, first of all, she hasn't been ready for the big spotlight. Like, uh, the and girl she, I knew. She's like a friend of yours, correct? Yeah, because she, she had mentioned yeah, that well, she I, hasn't I, met, like, uh, some sort of, uh, yeah. whatever it was. So I was a, I was a mentor yeah. at Northeastern. I'll do this as yeah. quick as possible. And in walked in, uh, you know, this girl, no makeup, no nothing, a Reebok shirt, very athletically. And she had this company for an idea yeah. for a clothing company. So it was a year later where I found out that she was trans, gen, trans. Uh, trans girl even i sometimes still get and she, sometimes she'll make fun of me because i'm like it's what she's like it's either one shut up and i'm like all right i'm yeah, just yeah. trying to be good well so you, and, you don't want to be sensitive you know what i mean so well, well yeah yeah but now we're at the point where like she can make fun of me i yeah. can make uh, kind of well, that, like, that, and that's how when, everything should so, be anyway you should you should be able to treat everyone equally exactly. and that's what you know you should be able to make fun of everyone equally well, you know? I, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't ready for we've been working together for so long. But the girl that I knew three months ago couldn't have done what she just yeah. did on the podcast. There's no question about it. So then they brought up again the the live forum because now clearly Bob doesn't want no part of it. Yeah. Obviously, a fucking asshole. And they brought it up again. So then AJ has become more of a Mina fan, like she said, because she knew how passionate I was. And her philosophy was, you let me talk about trans issues and lgbtq plus issues all the time i'm, I'm going to give you the time of day to explain because when i said barstool sports she immediately was like i've been told there yeah. and i'm like of course right, of on. course did just you like know about, you know. yeah. did you yeah and i very calmly like well they have an all-female right. executive team arika nardini is my hero and someone who i consider a huge role model and one time there was that horrible shooting in orlando they raised 78 grand for the victims just by selling a t-shirt right. And she was like, okay. And then I, and then she's like, who's Bob? And I'm like, AJ, let me tell you about Bob. How much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. And this was, honest to God, this was two months yeah. ago. So I never even thought that there could be a connection until Kirk brought up this right. forum. And when he, and he said it. for a moderator, correct. Cause, so anybody that doesn't yep. know, just to wrap and this that, up in this little package. So Kirk's been feuding with this guy, Bob Merchant. We don't need to get into any of that. So he, he's, you know. So anyway, so they're going to do this. Kirk wants to do this event where and, you know, they can talk about trans issues and all that and everything. So he wants a moderator there and he wants Bob there so they can work out of their issues and, and raise money for trans stuff, blah, 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 and kind of bury the hatchet. That's basically what. What Kirk's, what yeah, Kirk's really. looking to do. But Bob Merchantson obviously isn't going to fucking respond. He doesn't want so, to have a conversation. He wants to shut down trans course. conversations because he misses mm -hmm. his daughter. That's my new working theory, and that's what I think is true. He's so angry that he lost his daughter. He doesn't want to hear the word T-R-A-N-S. Could be. And then AJ thinks AJ's right. closely aligned. So I go to AJ, and I said, so your goal is to promote the trans youth. That's what you're doing with your clothing yep. company. I care about you. You know about Bob, and you know my goal is to, I care about mm -hmm. destroying Bob. And I care about the show. I think I just have an idea that I can wrap all those up together and accomplish all of our goals. Not once was there ever thought of getting me into the back right, end of the right, world. Right. I don't care about, like, I, I'm fighting. Did you watch Avengers? No, but no, I know what you're talking about. I'm fighting the bigger I've war seen up it. here, right. and I'm not worried about intern Will. Right, He's a right, minion right. right now. So it took us like 40 takes because she was so nervous. This this is a girl that records 
the most awesome videos on her on her channel. Um, AGX is her company, and she's nervous to do this. And I'm like, all you have to say is, I want to help support Kirk Minahan, and I've been following the issue with Bob Murchison, and we I believe that the trans community needs to be 100% represented in here, and I want to help. And I'm like, and AJ, we could probably raise about fifty thousand dollars towards the community. And she was like, I'm in. Let's. So we record the video. Leading up to that, and this is what I think the reason why I get a lot of hate is that I can pull off shit like not have a Twitter account and get that retweeted by people. So all I pretty much did on Instagram is reach out to the people that care about me, the connections I made, right. like you said, and ask my friend AJ. She is a trans activist. She's recording a video. She wants to help take out Bob. It's, it's releasing tonight. Do I, can I have your support? You got it, Rich. I'll, yeah, I I'll retweeted you it. Out. You asked me to retweet something of hers or whatever. I yeah. It. yeah. I think it was after she yeah. had been and, on, but yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, and then the video, um, I think I sent you her Yeah, ID I think link, so. Just the, I think so. Yeah, the picture of her, you know, yeah. with her. Yeah. Uh, partly because it was on her page and a lot of her community members were commenting on it and I wanted to yeah. show the yeah. numbers. So I got some people to retweet it and I'm like, AJ, like 500 views. AJ, a thousand views, AJ fifteen hundred. Then I go back on Twitter because I realize she's going to be c accused of, of being course. a plant, of course, which of course, course yeah. she was. So I was like, and then that's when I did something terrible, which I commented on on to Will, who's yeah. an enemy now, and MHB at the time saying like, this is how you get views, boys. Let me know or whatever. And MHB retweeted it, and I commented like, you've always been one to promote promote me, even when you don't. I don't know, it's just yeah, a yeah. stupid swipe. So he DM'd me, which again, I, I, I triggered that. And he ended up apologizing when she came on. And then I apologized on his gotcha, apology gotcha. saying that if gotcha. I didn't do that really shitty thing, um, which was making it about me, which was wrong. I was feeling fucking pissed off. And I, uh, my medicine wore off, which at night I needed to leave yeah. Twitter alone. <laughs> like Trump. I and so, and, 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 and I told yeah. AJ that, but Kirk called yeah, it a prop too. Yeah. Cause he went, I'll go nuclear. Right. I swear to yeah. Christ. And that was a little bit of a whirlwind day, but then Kirk clearly, you yeah. know, was interested. And I was with her yesterday morning. She came over to my apartment cause it's on the way and we got ready. She got ready together. And I felt, oh, when Kirk retweeted it, I started crying. I was, I've never laughed, cried before. But I was so overwhelmed with emotion, just considering how long the week was and that I was able to do some good with this. Not that I'm, you know, a little small standing in the world, yeah, yeah. do some good for a lot sure. of people here and sure. the amount of people that Bob has hurt and really changed the conversation. And I knew the fellow Minna fans were not transphobic. Yeah. I'm getting really fucking tired of being yeah, called transphobic. Well, uh, yeah, trans. Yeah. I'm really. It's just really... like Barstool. You know, Barstool. It's just like the same stuff with Barstool too. Like, oh no, I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha, I'm gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah, like gotcha. Bob. Like Bob will say, Kirk "Oh yeah, fans. Of yeah." So of AJ is the atom bomb. She's a smoking gun. She's what we need. She's a gateway sure. into the community to help us raise a lot of fucking money for the Trans Youth Equality Foundation. And that, if I do nothing else, my entire life yeah. in the world. It's enough, and I can ride off in the sunset. Or it's going to be a situation where Kirk, I kind of gave you this gift. I ain't can, I ain't taking shit ever again. Like you can shit on me, but like no more because this is I'm playing the larger war here, and I don't want to deal with I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. I'm I'm either in, and you know my loyalty, and I proved it, 
or this is the best thing I've ever done in my entire life and I'm done. And yeah, that's well, okay and, too. and that's one thing that's very important to Kirk uh, for, from everything I know about Kirk is number one thing is loyalty. So, you know, as long as you're, uh, where I think we're all loyal minifans and, you know, and here been people here that have been here since the beginning, you know, I'm, I may not be, I mean, I'm very pretty vocal on Twitter about the minifan, you know, Kirk Manahan show and everything like that. But as far as like, I don't have a parody account besides the one I told you about. Like, I'm not a person that's like, mm-hmm. I'm not on Discord. I'm not on Reddit. You know, I'm not one of those people that's all in, up in that kind of stuff. So like, I'm just sort of like a more of a quieter minifan who, you know, does tweet a lot of shit, you know, and, and support of. But you hate. Of but course, you hate of Bob, course right? I do. If, if, since the okay, beginning, so since then, when he tried and, to get Kirk fired from me? No, no, no. Exactly. But my my opinion, that's yeah. all I need to know about you, that you're you're an ally and you're going to do what you can, when you can, with how it's appropriate Absolutely. for you. And someone, um, so so MHB did, um, MHB did respond to AJ and she sh- showed me her DM and I told her kind of like what I think she should say. And it was like, Rich told me that I can trust you that you understand what we're doing right now and that you're going to be involved. So then he did DM me. I went back and I was like, that was fucking terrible of me. I shouldn't have said that. Um, thank you for, you know, AJ gets it. I told her that it was my fault. Um, and I would have thought that you were, she would be a prop in your shoes just the same. And then he was like, I'm not saying we're friends, but I'm not going to help you bring you into the world. However, I think I recognize what you just tried to do. And I'm going to support that. And I'm like, well, as long as you hate Bob and I hate Bob, yeah, exactly. we're good. So someone else, and then I saw one more thing, and I and I think we can get off of it. Because I he is a very good guy. He MHB? Is. I think MHB is a good guy. I, 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 yeah. no, I think he's insecure. He had definitely has some paranoia. That is, that is for sure. Yep. And like, I feel bad for him because I've had paranoia in my life before. Like, I understand how you know debilitating it can be. Because I, I like you look at a few months ago when he was... Every other week, he was thinking people were behind these like <laughs> parody. I remember right. when he thought like KFC was behind some sort of a parody account or something. Remember, like there was all these like things that you thought there was like ghosts around every corner, and he was somebody else was Blind Mike's groupie. And well, all kinds of stuff. Uh, there, he might have been. Let me just say, he might have been onto something. Oh, there. was Blind Mike's groupie? Yeah. Or the KFC thing? No. Blind Mike's groupie is a real. I'm girl, pretty by sure way. she is too. No, no, oh, like, really? we're friends. Like I, I know I phone numbers i know her we're snapchat like I, I, always, I always thought she was real as well because she, i got a follow from her before she was even famous on like or known about on the show and yep. so like i i had followed her you know she had followed me and i followed her back or whatever so i knew about her for a while before she was brought up on the show and so i was like i don't like i just didn't think she was a plant or like somebody's girlfriend or i thought she really was a real person you know i've always thought that so yeah, because I, I I almost asked her to be on this podcast. I I thought I was like, you know what? Let... I think she'd be great yeah. now. I even yeah, now. maybe we'll have her on. You know, just to dispel the rumors that she's not real. So yeah, MHB. Like I feel like him and I are uh, like oil and water, but we also can do a lot of good together. But we can also really impact each other's mental health because John's been open about his anxiety oh, sure. and, as sure. well. I, and I think I'm now at the point where we both understand what we can do for this event. He's in, I want his buy-in. I want his support. I want his help. And I also am now committed to no longer trying to purposely deteriorate someone's mental health. Like I was with him joking, even not, it's not funny. If he's not taking it as a joke, then I'm, I'm not going to do that because I would not want someone to do that to me um, intentionally. So, 
that's kind of the the setting. I mean, I think AJ did yes, amazing. Yep, absolutely, I, 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 absolutely. I think I think it's only, it's only good. it was a really good. It was a long episode, but it was a very good episode. They talked about a lot of like interesting things as far as like in that community and sort of the, you know, the rules and you know that kind of stuff. So it's just stuff we, you know, a lot of people just don't know, you know. Then no, someone said I learned yes, more in I an saw hour that. and twenty six minutes. I saw that. Or I saw was. that. Yeah, that yep. that made me. Yep. And I think it's cool. And again, not to make it about me, but when you have something in your head that you think is going to work and it does, it's there's no greater of course, feeling. Of course, yeah, of course, it's really cool. Course. Um, so I know we've talked about a lot of different things. We had, we forgot to even take a commercial break. It doesn't even matter. But um, <laughs> there's a few other things. I, what was that? Do you play a clip, Alex, or no? Oh, uh, I thought no. I heard something. Okay, no. never mind. So, anyway, um, so on the Kirk Manahan show, they, Kirk's been asking for, like, parody songs and stuff, and so I have done a few parody songs in my in my past, and so I made I, I made one, and um, they didn't really like it. <laughs> Which one did you make? I did the, um, um, oh, what the fuck is it called? Um, I Got You Babe, but it's, uh, what was it? I wanted... I want, or I got you, Mama, or whatever it was. I, I'll play it. So they played like the first half of it. The first half of it, uh, admittedly, it's not, it's not the best. I'm not like a songwriter. Who played this? Kurt, Who played Kurt, this? They played it on the show. They played your song yeah. on the show. <laughs> Wait, failed. Can you yes, sing? Yes, I, I can. Yeah, I can. Sing. Seriously? I, I'm pretty good. Because I have a parody account. Or parody idea song idea on. Yeah, a, a bit for uh, oh, Wonderwall. I'm a, I'm a huge Oasis fan. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, it, I, I, I'm not, I need, I'm actually kind of like good at songwriting. I don't know how, like I write, I, I did you see my diss rap to Justin, no, the intern? No. Send it to well, me. I'll, I'll yeah, I can kind of, all right. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, so AJ, you're going to be the one that saves. And I don't know what to put there. And after all, Mina trans is all. <laughs> And I don't, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. it works, but that's yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll t- if you get it down and you get it all the way through, I will totally sing it for you for sure. Absolutely, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I, I I did make one like the. I got. You I got to hear it. Hey, come on. Like, <laughs> you didn't tell me you were on the show. <laughs> well, I wasn't. You got to. I heard talk- it. Look how red he's getting too now. Thinking about it, he's like, gonna be back. Did they rip you? Did no, they rip the, you no, a new no, one? no, no, no. They said it was a it was a it was a great try. What did Mike's? What did fucking blind Mike say? You fucking buried me. He said, <laughs> "He's like it was a nice try, but a D T plus for effort." <sighs> I tried so. Isn't it? Isn't it weird when they talk yeah, about you like was, that? Like, it, it literally. It was... I don't want to be one of those people, but it fucking bothered me all night long. I was like, "You fucking pussy, swinging and swinging and miss." <laughs> So anyway, you guys want to hear it? So I think I think yeah, the ending I it is much better. I have I think there's at least one really good line in there, and the rest of it's you know sort of what it is. Mama. I got you, 
stand a trial before I explode. Roman, let me swipe it off. That's what, the, that's what they were like. Oh, that's a little funky. My handbag is full of banana juice. Too late, That's where they stopped it. I think this is the best part coming up. I got you, mama. I got mama in bed. I got the hot dog. And you got the bug. And when my snappers feeling down, you pick yeah. me up. <laughs> I can see where they stopped it. I think you missed Fatal yeah. Flaw was uh, you should have started off with a, a bigger yeah. bang because yeah. really you, you know what I learned with you know what I learned with the um, prank calls is that you need to play the most important yeah. thing in the beginning because yeah. they'll hit play and after 15 seconds Kirk will yeah. say fuck yeah. it yeah that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first minute was just like, I got you, Mom. It's like all I remember, so it's probably like, <laughs> I don't know. Good try. It was a good effort for my first try. Next time you try something like that, let me know so I can fucking write it for you. <laughs> you know, we, all know, we all know who the brains are of this kind of operation. That's true. You are, you are the more musical, talented person out of the two of us. So, Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I want to write another one, so we just got to come up with a, um, you know, we just got to come up with a topic or something. Well, I'll have to send it to him, but I'm probably not accepting anything from you now. <laughs> we'll have to, to send it from a different email. Wait. <laughs> do you guys... Do you want me to play my my diss yeah, track? Yeah, play it. <laughs> Alright, Max, this is take two. Exclusive world premiere. Right you. It's not perfect. I'm going to mess up on a few areas. This is me talking yeah. to the guy that's like producing it. Propaganda city, lyrically witty, well aware that Mike's gonna mess with me. Waxed up the ears, he knows that he can hear me. Email after email, doing it swiftly. Stormed on the scene, Iraq 03. In the world, there's nobody better than me. Wax said it first, I'll say it last. Get your Roman swipes to ensure your last. I don't rap, I intimidate. I'm the reason Kirk be always talking simply safe. Worrying on the menu, strap him up tight. You know it's Thursday round here every night. Not gonna ramble, this my preamble. Tribunal got your constitution in shamble. Dodging Twitter fingers in an all black board. You know I gotta shout out my fellas on the Discord. Off the dome, but I spit in thunder. Admit you envy Bob, admit you sometimes wonder. Took down color name without fame. Sets my sights on MHD, you know I'm game. DEC is too lame to shame, but all three of them are just one in the same. Steve the big boss, line him up, lying through his teeth, back is how he's tough. Newly minted main man, loyal P1. I've been repping Kirk since D1, and I'm out. Nice, that's not bad actually, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then when I finish the recording, I'm like, not bad, I don't think. <laughs> it's the same, same reaction. Well, I I'll, have. Say, I'll tell you this. 
I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I have another one that I'm okay. about to record, and I'm sending it to you for you okay, to play perfect. in the podcast. That'd be awesome, man. Appreciate it. Awesome, cool. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much talked about all my talking points that I wanted to talk about. But um, uh, I think I think I, I think we reached the point in the show where I think we're pretty much done. I don't know if we have any. Richard, is there anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? No, I just appreciate it. again. It's this was fun. This is I, every time I uh, can get a lot of laughs like that. It's I know it's a good time and uh, th- thanks guys. I appreciate the time and if you ever need me to come on again. I would awesome. love to come thanks, on. Man. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to fight the notion that I can only talk about right. the show. Live Mike said that once. It pissed me <laughs> off. So I believe it or not, I I have right, a brain right. in my head. So. Um, and would love to, I, I'm going to follow up on you guys and okay. I will listen. Um, yeah, probably just a little bit of editing and then I'll f- probably throw it up when I do, I'll let you know. So, um, but, um, yeah, um, yeah. So thanks for coming on. Alex, thanks for being on as well. appreciate your time, Al, and Rich, your time as well. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Sneeling, S-N-E-A-L-I-N-G. Same thing on Facebook as well. We have CanadianDutchBoys.com as our website. You can go on there. You can see everything that we do. We do the podcast. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you already know that. But we also do a, a wrestling event every single year. You can check that out on YouTube, Canadian Dutch Boys. Thanks for listening. See you later. Uh, 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 uh,